everyone. Thanks for joining us on the GYST podcast, where we discuss topics to help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another edition of your favorite podcast, the GYST podcast, also known as Get Your Shit, Shit. Together. Man, that, wasn't that felt very weird. together. It, it was not. We, uh, we missed it a little bit. Hey, that's all right, though. That's all right. It don't never have to be perfect. We still do it every time. Yeah. And uh, it's funny, Kyle. I'm just thinking uh, a long time ago, you and I talked about uh, one of our favorite quotes from Christian, uh, Christian Cloud, um, when he was talking about, like, you know, if you if you don't do something and look oh, yeah. back at it and be embarrassed by it, you didn't grow. And yeah. that just naturally happened to come up in our when was it? Just like a week ago. Or uh, something. yeah. Uh, last week. Oh yeah, yeah. The the mastermind group. Mastermind. Yeah. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's it's been a long time since we've recorded an episode. We uh kind of took a little little break, a six month break. We we did not intend for it to be so long, but you know we kind of wanted to take a little bit of time out and just kind of reflect on some things and. Uh, you know, we're, we're now back. And so, you know, we're a little out of practice, so bear with us if, um, if things are a little bit unusual. So speak for yourself. I talk on a microphone every day, (laughs) (laughs) at least five days a week. Yeah, buddy. Oh, well, fellas, let's, uh, let's share this episode. This is episode 212 and it's knowing when it's time to move on. And so many of us, you know, the, one of my favorite quotes is don't hang on to a mistake just because you spend a lot of time making it. And Oh, say that again. Say that again. Yeah. I just hit the rewind button. No, um, <laughs> don't, don't hold on to a mistake just because you spend a lot of time making it. Love it. And it's so true, especially across uh, three different avenues. You know, so today what we're going to do is kind of dive into what that means in not only our relationships, uh, whether that be a, a friendship or a romantic one, uh, how it shows up in our work environment, or even this very podcast. So, what? What you mean? Um, with that, you know, I mean, uh, let's just let's just start off with uh, with uh, Kay Reed there. Kay Reed, do you want to kind of give us uh, your take on this? On uh, on the topic itself, yeah, and then um, if it's, you know, <laughs> I don't know how to. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. I just don't know how to. Go ahead, come on, buddy. Um, well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, <laughs> I could do it if you don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Would you mind? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so awkward, isn't he, Glenn? It's so much fun to watch the awkwardness too. Yeah. Oh, you're one of those creep. Uh, that's right. I'm the voyeur of the creepiness. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> that's for sure. Well, the, the you know the topic I think came up, Rohit. I would I would imagine that this topic came up in light of our recent discussion uh, about the future of the podcast. Is that an accurate assessment? That would be true. Yeah. Nice. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of the GYST podcast. Um, yeah, so we, we took a long sabbatical, about six months or so. Has it really been that long, guys? 
Holy cow. Ridiculous. Um, to give all of us really a lot of time to reflect on things. And I have decided that um, being a full-time member of the GYST podcast is, is no longer in the cards for me going forward. Um, I've loved, absolutely loved my time recording. Uh, I didn't have a ton of experience with podcasts, even listening before we started recording this. And it's been, it's been a tremendous experience. You know, I owe a lot of that to Rohit for, you know, helping get me out of my comfort zone and just, just doing it. You know, that first day you and C cloud and I sat down was really to, to strategize about a podcast. How does it work? Right. And, uh, Rohit pretty much just said, Hey, you guys ready? You ready to record? Let's do this. And, uh, and it was off from there and, you know, it was no looking back, you know, we were committed. Um, Rohit and I have, have been here for, you know, it's been one of us for every single episode, right. And, and two of us and guests for quite a few and Glenn, you've been a huge part of it as of late as well. So, um, thank you as well, you know, for kind of coming on board when you did and, and helping with a lot of things, right. The social media aspect, marketing aspect, and, and just being another another member of the podcast to provide more insight, right, in, in another perspective. So that's been huge. Uh, so that being said, the topic today is knowing when it's time to move on. Um, I think I'm just talking a lot right now. You guys want me to just keep going? I can, I can, I can keep going. How did I get there? How did I decide it was time to move on from the podcast? Oh, um, it's a tough, it's a tough one. I would say I'm going through a lot of changes right now, a lot of growth, a lot of fantastic changes, right? So I'm going to be getting married soon. We having a baby very, very soon, 15 weeks. We'll be having a baby girl. Um, super pumped for that. My, I hate to say this, but it's just the reality, right? My life has become extremely busy and um, I find myself scheduling lots of things, right? And I, I want to schedule my life rather than let my life be scheduled. So I started asking myself, go ahead. Sorry to, sorry to interrupt you, but don't forget you also have a a new job. I do. I do have a new job Uh, that, um, yeah, I've gone through, I've had three jobs during this pandemic right realistically you know um that's been you know a fun and exciting adventure that's for sure and uh it's been an absolute blessing to have those opportunities right it wasn't like you know i got canned and had to find something else and i was washing dishes at denny's uh they were you know fantastic opportunities that i couldn't turn down and uh absolutely blessed to have that so it's 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 fantastic we're really thankful for those things so yeah tons of stuff going on in my life and and i recognize that my life is going to change drastically right people talk about when you have kids you know oh you, you can't do this you can't do that i'm like no that's i don't think that's the case i think my definition of fun is going to change and i'm looking forward to that right at one age Fun is drinking all night and waking up with a hangover and forgetting what you did the night before, right? 
at a certain age, that becomes less and less fun. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy having a few beers, drink some whiskey now and then. That'll probably never change. Um, but I'm really, really looking forward to my definition of fun to change and be centered around um, my baby girl, my dog, my wife. So looking forward to that. And all that being said, I you know, kind of just wanted to um, take inventory of all the things in my life that I was trading my time for work, friends, family, and other engagements. So the first question I asked myself was what's providing value in my life? Does this provide value in my life? So as it pertains to the podcast, absolutely. I have grown immensely from this podcast. One of the things I talked to Rohit, I think you and Glenn both about was the fact that as I'm about to have a baby here, I, the concern I have is how to provide guidance and allowing for self-discovery, right? How to be the bumpers in a bowling lane, right? I want you to bowl a strike, but I also need to let you to hit one pin if that's what you're going to do, right? Um, so I think the podcast gave me the ability to even consider that that's something that I'm responsible for now, right? I, I'm responsible for this human life and providing guidance and nourishment and support and protection and security for while also allowing them to learn and grow and discover. And, and that means fail as well at times. And that's terrifying. But without this podcast and discussions that we have, I, I wouldn't have that tool set, right? So it has been a tremendous value in my life. So the next question I had to ask myself was, okay, why am I doing it? Am I doing it just because? It became a normal part of my life, which I think was a good thing. But I began to have these type of conversations outside of the podcast. So these discussions and these thoughts have kind of become part of my day-to-day, -day, right? These things that I discover, I dig a little bit deeper, peel more than one layer of the onion back, right? I'm not just taking the paper skin off. I'm getting down to the core of the onion. And I'm comfortable with that now, and I enjoy that now. Um, I feel like I do that more often. So having the time off, I really appreciated it. Working from home, you know, being able to spend more time with Emily and the dog, we go on walks, you know, we have dinner earlier, we hang out, we do different things throughout the week. It's not just like, you know, the week is relegated to work and eating and going to bed, right? It's like, you know, I have my, I have a lot of my time back and I really cherish that. And I know that I'm going to want more and more of it. Um, and I could keep talking on forever, but I think I'll leave you with this is, is an old manager once told me, I, I joked about calling in sick to go skiing because Crystal Mountain had gotten, you know, a ton of snow one day and he said, do it. He was our sales director. He said, do it. And I was like, wow, really? I'm sales director. I'm, I'm hearing that calling sick and to go skiing. And he said, look, Kyle, here's the thing. No one is going to come up to you at the end of the year and take all the vacation days that you didn't use and give them back to you and say, here you go, take these, go enjoy yourself. You have to take them.
you owe it to yourself. You deserve it. You earned it. Um, and that stuck with me. So I think part of it too is about just taking back some of my time and reassessing what I want to do with it. It has been a tough decision. Pretty clear. I've talked for fucking what seems like 20 minutes just now. Sorry, fellas. But <laughs> no, <feels> <laughs> yikes. Yikes. It's okay, man. But we yeah. Love you. love you too, brother. So yeah, that's where I'm at. And that's kind of what led me there. Um, yeah. You know, what, one thing that I started thinking about as you were speaking is um, it's been it's been almost six years and we're just three months shy of six years. And with that, I I think one of the, one of the strangest things is when you look back at your life, this is a major portion because what other things have you been involved with for six years? You know, you, I don't know your entire work career, but I want to guess you haven't been at one job for more than six years or you know with um on you know have you and emily even been together for six years you know like oh yeah you have but but how many things like when you really break down you know six years is a long time yeah and you're nowhere near the person you were at the beginning of that and like you had mentioned on on previous podcasts just your way of thinking and the way that you go about your relationships has changed. And so that's got to be an, a, a little bit of a strange feeling looking back in you know, six years of a time when you were dedicated to something uh, that now no longer is, is there has to be a, a huge adjustment period for everyone. So, you know. Very yeah. huge. Yeah. So, you know, for me, I just want to thank you for for everything when when this podcast first kind of came about you're one of the it was you and uh in c cloud that i reached out to and said look i'm having these conversations with you guys anyways let's just record and, uh, <laughs> you made it sound you know, so casual like it was no big deal yeah and back then we were talking about you know 50 episodes if we hit that it's like wow yeah and here we are you know 200 plus later six years later and uh you know this thing that that we've done that's impacted not only our lives not only all the people who have ever been a part of this but you know people from around the world like we finally got wyoming so <laughs> it took you know, forever long time listeners man we've been talking about you know every <clears throat> wyoming for some reason had zero listens and so we finally got it but this this is a piece of you you are a piece of it um with you know you're more than welcome to come back anytime at all and i and i do feel with you that relationship is there to where you know i mean you know we're doing this every other week if you come up with a topic or anything like that or you're just like hey i just want to come on air and you know be an on-air figure every now and then like you said you're you might not be a full-time part of this but you're still a part of this so love you buddy love you too man thank you brother Oh, thank you, Glenn. You're welcome, man. Glenn does the Sammy Sosa. Yep. The Cubs fan. Cubbies. Uh, Go Cubbies. Go so Cubbies. We, you know, we, we talked about relationships as well. And, and 
So Glenn, I wanted to, wanted to hand the mic off to you and, you know, you've kind of shared your journey with us on not just things with your, your previous roommate, but you know, I mean, on a personal level, I've known you to experience uh, a lot of relationships where, where you're like, you know, yeah, it's, it's time for me to move on. And, you know, just kind of, how do you get to that point where it's, you know, it's, it's one thing with a project like, like GYST and be like, you know, my, my priorities in life are just, are different now. But when it comes to those personal relationships, I mean, that's got to be difficult. When do you know, or, or how do you start seeing those signs of maybe it's time to let go? That's a, I think relationships are the hardest things to break up with. You can break up with your job if you get mad enough or if you get a better offer. It's really easy to walk away from those situations. Um, but relationships, they're deep. They're, they're part of who you are. They define part of your life, a, a good section of your life. Um, and I, I've spoken about my, my roommate on the podcast um, multiple times. A uh, guy I've known for, God, 25, 30 years now. <laughs> I feel old. Good Date grief. yourself. That's true. I mean, I did turn the big 4-0 this last March, so yeah. Oh, I yeah. Feel, I feel old. I think I met him when I was 14. A uh, good, good friend throughout junior high, high school. And, uh, you know, he, he was going through some troubles, wasn't able to keep a job. So I said, you know what? He's in a bad area. Let's, let's bring him here, uh, have him move in here, and, and get better job opportunities. Um, he should be able to improve, and I might be able to help him out. Who knows? And he ended up becoming a roommate at, at my house. But um, after two years, the, the relationship soured insanely. <laughs> and it just went off the deep end to the point where it was creating health problems for me. Just mental stress, heartaches doing everything you can to help someone and then have them just spit it back in your face. And it was making a, a real negative time for the rest of my life. It was affecting my work. It was affecting my other relationships with my family, with, with other friends. It was just a, a bad situation. And it's really hard to walk away from something you've invested so much of your life with. Um, the, the friendship alone. It was really hard to walk away from that at that time, but uh, it was when I started noticing the health problems that I said, you know what, I'm going to have to walk away from this. Because if I didn't, I probably wouldn't be here today. I was looking at, at the just the, the rising charts of different things going wrong with my body going, this is not good. Uh, my blood pressure was high. Uh, I constantly had headaches. I didn't want to be around people. I was starting to feel depressed in certain times of the day, which normally I would have been just energetic and at least halfway positive. You guys know me. I can be <laughs> a negative Nancy once in a while. But uh, it was becoming negative all the time for me. So I had to at, at one point just step back and say, dude, look, I've done everything I can for you. I've offered you help. 
you've rejected it, it's time for you to leave because you're just a negative hole in my life right now. And, and I can't let this continue on. But that's knowing when to walk away. It would have been nice to have walked away a lot sooner than that because I probably could have saved myself a few years in my life. <laughs> but again, I, I, th- I think going back to my original statement is it's hard. It's, it's the hardest thing to walk away from relationships. Like I said, jobs easy, you know, projects easy. Hell, even having fun. It's easier to walk away from having fun than it is to walk away from a relationship, you know? Yeah, it pulls at your heartstrings, right? I mean, I think when you mentioned job, you know, that's, I think a lot of times one thing that holds people, I don't want to say holds people back, but keeps someone somewhere where they maybe normally wouldn't stay is people and relationships they've developed over that time, right? That kind of skews the decision-making process. I'll say it right now, if it weren't for the, uh, the partner that I work with at my current career, I probably wouldn't be here today. Really good guy to work with. Yeah. You know what? One of the things that, that you probably had an experience was we've, we've all gone through relationships where we feel abandoned whether it's friendships or you know for for many people even the relationship they have with their parents or taken advantage of and and we know what that's like and knowing that we may have to be a part of that type of relationship on the other end you know how did how did you feel because i'm sure the doubts are kicking in and am i abandoning him and it's one of those things to where you you know, you say if you love someone, you, you have to let them go. And, you know, in this case, you did. And they just went. And so it's it's tough because you're trying so hard not to have them feel abandoned. But the opposite happened. And you probably felt abandoned. I looked at it a couple ways, right? It's, am I abandoning him or um, will he get better if he gets away from me? I don't know. I don't know what was causing the serious downturn, whether it was me helping him too much or me helping him not enough. I, I don't know at that point. It's, it's, I know I've done everything within my power to help that person, um, but maybe that's not what he needed. So the term, you know, if you love someone, let them go. Yeah, if you love them, let them go. But that doesn't take away that doubt of, well, if I let him go, is he going to end his life? Or is he uh, just going to go right back to the same old pattern uh, living with his parents? Mm-hmm. Is he going to continue that, that self-destructive path of not holding down a job? Eventually, that's that's going to catch up with him. So I'm sitting there. That if I pull my influence back, what's going to happen with this person? It's that doubt and worry about their life. I'm not responsible for that person's life. And, and, and I think that's 
yeah. that's the key. That's what, what I finally came to the realization of. It's like, you know what? I'm not responsible for his life. And it's affecting my life in a very negative way, worrying about where his life will be. So I have to step out now and go, okay, this is it. You're not making your rent. You're not doing this. You're not, you're not helping yourself. I can't be around this negativity right now. You need to leave. Yeah. One of the most difficult things for me to understand was you can't help someone more than they want to be helped. You know, and, and you're talking about that same sense of abandonment, especially with, with, you know, a lot of times people come to me when they are at a loss in their life. They don't have a sense of direction and you can set them up for success, but if they don't do anything about it, you have to just let go. And it used to be that I used to feel responsible. Um, I came from, uh, most, most of my early personal development came from uh, network marketing. And it was the exact same way. If I brought someone on board into my business, I would bend over backwards for them. I mean, I'm training at all times and I'm, uh, I'm sponsoring people underneath them and, and just really trying to build up their business for them. And when I stopped doing that, they no longer had the success, but I realized I can't do it for them. And you know, it sounds like that's, that's the spot that you reached as well. And Kyle kind of wanted to get your thoughts on that. I, I think, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it, you know, when, when you told Glenn and I that it was time for you to step away, mm-hmm. it, neither him or I were surprised. And we kind of felt like, yeah, this is, you know, we, we kind of knew for a while that this was going to be the, the path that you were heading down. But I think something changed in in your viewpoint that I'd like for you to talk about. Because had this been, you know, two, three years ago and you started feeling this way, I think you would have still continued on. So what was it that changed for you in not so much the podcast? Because the podcast is a product of your relationship with Glenn and I. And so what, what changed there where you felt like you could do this and know it's not going to affect our relationships? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's good. That's a good question. I think, wow, it's, it's a good question. And I hadn't considered it in that way, but I did consider, like I had mentioned with you, is I'm looking forward to our friendships to evolve right um we don't have a surface level relationship right like a lot of people do you just go out and you do things that you both enjoy together whether that's a baseball game or going to a movie you know or or whatever right uh we dive in we uncover some shit right we 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 lift up some wounds and see what's underneath there what's festering tears together man yeah what's festering below the surface so um i think I think this podcast has given me that skill set, so I know now that that's not going to go anywhere, provided I still put it in practice, right? And I think I'm I'm comfortable being vulnerable now, more so than I ever have been in my entire life, and I really appreciate that. So I think that's one thing. And then the other thing was, I think I recognize that I have to own all my decisions, 
you know, as you mentioned before, it would have just been like, okay, I don't want to let Rohit down or I don't want to let Glenn down. And now it's, hey, I love those guys. They're my buddies. I'm not letting them down by owning my decision. Their happiness and success is not my responsibility. I want to support them any way I can because they're my friends and I love them. But also I, I need to own my decisions and do what's right for me long term. Um, so, yeah, I think it was accepting that and having faith in that fact, right, that you guys both know that um, we all need to do right by ourselves in order to continue to do right by each other. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's interesting when you when you bring that up, because I think if you told anyone outside of us what our relationships are like with you, you know, mine and, and, and Glenn and yours, and you're like, yeah, you know, we, we've got that relationship to where it's not surface level. It's and we know the ins and outs. We know the, the programs and and not just do we know the programs, but we know when the programs were created in our lives yeah. and stuff like that, you know, and, and I think anyone would be envious of that. And when you, when you think back to our relationship, I can, if, if I had to look back at a non personal development moment, like a highlight that I feel would reflect my relationship with you, I can only think of one. And what is it? it was when we were supposed to record and we, you came in a studio, it was just you and I that day and somehow Buffalo wings got brought up and we decided, you know what, let's just cancel let's recording and, and let's go get some wings. Yeah. And unfortunately, I mean, dude, I've, I've known you for more than a decade. I, I think what, time. 12, 13 10, years 12, now that I've 12, known you. No, me. Yeah. Uh, at least oh, 13, I feel oh like. wait, yeah, and um, for for how close we are, to only have one moment where I can think of us, you know, hanging out without any any real depth or anything. Yeah. Um, I'm you're right. I'm looking forward to just being stupid with you. That superficial <laughs> relationship. Totally, yeah. totally right. <laughs> oh man. Because with Glenn, it was the opposite. I, I had that first, and then it dived into this world. But with you, it's always just been this world. Totally, totally. And I think, you know, like I said, not that there's not value there. There's huge value there. Um, and I think you and I have had this discussion before. It was kind of like, I know Rohit, but I don't know Rohit. Right? I know Rohit, the personal development and self-help guru. Right? Um. And I know some of your dreams and desires, but day to day, what is it, man? Is it is it a Crunchwrap Supreme or is it, you know, uh, <laughs> a beefy Frito Crunch <laughs> or, you know, whatever, just silly stuff like that, right? Um, yeah. That kind of stuff. So, yeah, man. Same thing with Glenn, right? Like I, I know some of your deeper stuff, but then outside of that, I'm thinking like, okay, I know Glenn likes the game and, uh, you know, board games, right? Like fantasy board games. So, um, but there's it's more. been so long since I've been gaming too. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, fellas, um, I mean, I I know one of the other things that we said was we we're gonna talk about 
our work environment. So I'll, I'll dive into that real quick. Um, I, I had, so I, I do still have a, a normal job and I had my one-on-one with my manager today. And, um, you know, I, I met a, I, I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat stuff or, or hide stuff anymore. Um, you know, point, uh, so I work for a company called Intermedia <laughs> and, um, I've, I've been there a year and a half. And in the year and a half that I've been there, I've had two promotions. Like I'm, it's just, I, I finally feel like I'm at a place because my previous employment, um, at zones was, the, was a complete opposite. You know, the harder you work, the more you were taken advantage of you. It was never really recorded. And there were just Preach. the only way to, was that preach? Yeah. And, and <laughs> the only way to move up, you have to put aside your own morals, at least in the group that I was a part of it, you know, with, with PPM. Um, and so now I'm in a place where, you know, not only was I, have I been promoted twice, but now I'm the lead of, of my team. And the reason why I bring that up is there are about eight, nine people in our team. And I have my one-on-one with my manager and, um, it happens every other week and I've got a complete agenda. Here's what I want to cover with you. And here's the, the meetings, you know, notes from last week's meeting and, and all this kind of stuff. And at the end he was like, you know, I wish I could have the same type of conversation that I have with you with everyone else. And I, and I told him something that I think once you reach a certain point in your career, you can understand. I, I let him know there, there were two things that really changed for me. One, I'm not living in fear of losing my job. And I think for, for so many people, they're afraid to take those calculated risks or, or do things because if, if you get cut, like one month goes by, now you're out of money. What are you going to do? You know, so I know myself well enough to be like, okay, if I, you know, if I, if this job doesn't work out, I can get a new job, whatever it's, you know, whatever. So for me, that fear is no longer there. And the other thing is that I told him, I know that I've made a huge impact in this business in the year and a half that I've been there. But at the same time, I could get a meeting invite from him tomorrow with him and HR. And it's thanks. You know, you've, you've done a whole bunch for us, but you know, we, we've got to move in a different direction, whatever the case is, I know that can happen. So I'm not married to this company, which allows me the freedom to have fun and enjoy my work. And I think once you combine those two things, it puts things in a different perspective. And, you know, there's so many people at Intermedia now that I know who came from a, from that world. And all of them have said the same thing. It's, it's nice to not be living in fear of your, of your job or, or anything like that where intimidation and the threat of losing your job were always held over you. And one of the things is when that happens and we're in a spot where we are not fulfilled, we don't feel like we're contributing or growing or a part of something bigger. We don't have a sense of direction in our professional lives. We start justifying our fears. I would, you know, how many times did did you guys hear this? Yeah, I want to move to a different spot or a different company, but you know, I I like my coworkers, and so it's it's not that bad. Mm. Well, well, name one job where you hated everyone. 
it, 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 you know, I mean, it doesn't. I happen. can do no. that. <laughs> Aside from your current spot, but but I mean, oh, like, no, no, here I don't hate everyone here, know. just most of them. But I just mean, like, you know, where wherever you go, you're, you're gonna make friends. You're gonna like your coworkers, mm-hmm. and so holding on to the, I'm gonna I'm gonna live a miserable life for eight hours a day, forty hours a week, a third of my life, because my coworkers are okay. That's just living in fear. And again, when you're starting to do that, it's time to move on. And and one of the tricks that I've shared before is if you're deciding whether or not it's time to move on, give the job your 100% for six months. Write it down six months from now. I'm going to give it my 100% till then. No more like I'm just going to go by bare minimum mode. No, you are giving it your all. And then at the end of six months, it's still not for you. Move on. Don't justify it. Don't say your coworkers aren't that bad. Or, you know, (laughs) once a month I get free tacos on Taco Tuesday or whatever. Like, (laughs) you know, we get free pens, whatever. I mean, you could do, you could justify it to no end. But unless you take your career in your own hands, where else are you justifying being miserable in your life? Yeah, I think it, you have to accept that it's okay to not be okay, right? Because otherwise you're just lying to yourself. You have to accept that, hey, you know what? I'm not okay right now. I don't like this. I'm not happy here. I need to change it. Instead of, oh, it's not that bad. I get to work with Glenn, and he's happy like 42% of the time. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. You're, you're, you're low-balling me, man. It's like 43 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad, my bad. I, for, I forgot about Taco Tuesday once a month. <laughs> ah, you're lunches, man. You know those. Yeah, buddy. Uh, yeah, no, that's 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 good, man. I think that plays a big part in it, you know. Um, wherever you go, there you are, right? Uh, maybe look at yourself, you know. If you've got a bunch of friends at work, it's probably because you're personable, and you're going to make friends no matter where you go, yeah. right? Wherever you go, there you are. You're going to take the same skill set, but also those same failures with you unless you address them. And, you know, one of the things that we've said on air quite often is you're going to get so wrapped up in your routines that unless you take a purposeful time out to take an honest external reflection of your life, you're never going to get there because you get so caught up in the in the the daily routines of you know going to work and coming home and dinner and all that kind of stuff that before you know it you know you could say you know here's a perfect example how many people out there have a updated resume who are existingly employed very few most people start working on their resume <laughs> once they once they get fired or or leave or whatever the case is and they're like oh i need to work on my resume and that's, I've got six versions. <laughs> you've all with well, different names. You do because you've been there recently, Glenn. You're like I'm. Mm, mm. <laughs> I'm just gonna not say anything, but you know what I'm gonna say. <laughs> oh no, I'm, I have no problem saying it myself. <laughs> well, well, so. Uh, with that, K. Reed, yeah, give us I, a two minute takeaway. 
one more of Kyle Reed's two-minute takeaways? Yeah, yeah, man. You guys can get two minutes from me as well. Give us that good shit, good shit, man. Good shit, good shit, man. Good shit, Maynard. Um, yeah, guys, this was this was good. This was good. I I enjoyed syncing up with y'all and getting to do this again. I really appreciate it, and uh, look forward to being a guest at some point in the future. You know, on occasion. And um, again, thanks again for having me. It's it's been an absolute honor. Uh, to all our listeners, thank you guys for tuning in and and listening to us ramble on about about everything and learn and growing with us so we really appreciate it and um one of the the things that rohit mentioned earlier in this podcast was what c cloud shared with us back in the day is if if you can't look back at one of the first things that you've done in, in any given field and be embarrassed by it then you haven't grown you haven't improved so be proud that when you look back at the first time you did something you're like wow that was terrible because now you have the tools to recognize that it's not as good as it could have been and you've grown and now look how good you are now. So that's huge. That's huge. So uh, uh, thank you guys for letting me reflect uh, for the first half hour of this episode. <laughs> it was great. It was tough, but really take a look internally. Well, take an external view of yourself and where you're at to really understand when it's time to move on. Um, then peel back some layers of that onion, right? And look internally. Is something providing value to you? Why is it important to you? And why are you doing it, right? Uh, you, you know, Glenn touched on a few things from a relationship perspective and how it's really driven at its core emotionally, which creates more challenges in the decision-making process, right? Uh, especially as it pertains to moving on from something, you know, you, you hear about people being in so many abusive relationships and, you know, Glenn, I wouldn't stray far from saying that was an abusive relationship, you know, not physically, right? But uh, I think mentally and emotionally, right? There may have been some abuse there that you needed to get away from, right? So those things can be very, very challenging, you know, so it's always good to, take another look at it. Um, and that was, that's it, fellas. That's my two minute takeaway. So uh, appreciate you. Y'all, y'all got anything to say before we wrap it up? I'll take that silence as a big no. <laughs> Just, well, you know, K Reed, it's been an honor. Uh, and, you know, I, we say this to everyone, but again, I, I honestly feel like you will definitely be back on, on air. Um, so anytime, more than welcome to. Appreciate I mean, we it. Know, we know where you live, so there's. You you do. <laughs> you do. There's yeah. no escaping it. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. So yeah, I, I I think one of the one of the episodes that that I would like to do with you is something that we talked about was with your daughter. You know, knowing your understanding of personal development now how is that changing how you're going to be a father? Like, mm. had, had you not gone down this path, what life would she had had? And yeah. now what is she going to have? So I, I think that'd be a fantastic episode to get your thoughts on. Yeah. Huge. So. Mm. Thinking about it now, it just kind of gets me going. <laughs> oh man. All right, fellas. Well, just, 
Just don't name her after a car. Porsche, Mercedes. Yep. Yeah, no <laughs> car, no fruits, and no liquors. I'm not naming her after uh, anything that Glenn's thrown a $5 bill at. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> kidding. Kidding. Come on, man, I'm cheaper than that. I, That's I true. Earn it. Two dollar bill. Two dollar bill. Here's a coupon right. for Wendy's. Coupon for Wendy's. Here's <laughs> oh, a free man. frosty. Go for yep. it. Yep. <laughs> Too funny. Uh, well, much appreciated, fellas. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thanks again for tuning in to another fantastic episode of the GYSD podcast, also known as the Get Your Shit Together podcast. It's been a fantastic journey. The journey will continue with your hosts, Rohit and Glenn. And uh, we thank you again. We look forward to you tuning in to another episode of the GYSD podcast. Thanks, everyone, for listening to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together. 